0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have an awesome show for you guys today. We have a PLL Championship recap, lots of boy gossip, and all of your questions that you submit to us on Instagram and Twitter answered. Let's have a great show, y'all. Let's go.
1: Y'all know what it is. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah. Kendra i see you ladies ha. Y'all know what time it is uh. Woo! Looking like you just graduated Woo! Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say Woo! I know you got the sauce, no potato bread All right sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson and I'd like it. Show me a place I can buy
0: What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. As always, my name is Kendra Middleton. That has not changed, and I am still joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, what's up, dude?
2: Just living the life. Just living I a dream. Feel
0: like, I feel like you've oh. had a tough week.
2: <laughs> it's okay. Everything's fine.
0: Sarah's had car problems She's had Twitter problems She's had computer problems Like there's gotta be some planets in Gatorade or something Like Sarah What is what is with all your problems this week?
2: I don't know I hope that means that like next week or something Everything's gonna be amazing <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's been off to a slow start I'm like oh my god it's only
1: Wednesday <laughs>
0: see I'm like oh my god it's Wednesday like I feel like it's still like Tuesday like I'm like oh my god this week is flying like I need to get things done whereas you just feel Mm -hmm. like it's dragging
2: no I feel like this has been the longest week ever
0: (laughs) well luckily okay two things luckily it is our night to drink and luckily Survivor is back tonight Thank God. So I am recording this episode and then my po- friend Paul is picking me up and I'm literally running to a Survivor Watch party tonight. I, I heard that they're like changing <laughs> things up a little bit. There's like only there's fewer days and they're like giving them like nothing. Like no food, no nothing. Like this is like true survival survivor. So I'm super stoked about that. But for tonight's drinks, we were lucky enough to be mm-hmm. sent over the new Fruit Smash Hard Seltzers from New Belgium Brewing, which is awesome. Thanks so much to them. I think that no matter, I don't think these are going to be terrible because the flavors sound freaking fantastic. They have a berry blast, a tropical punch, and a yeah, pink they lemonade. Do. I think even if they're terrible, they're my favorite seltzers ever because of the cans. Like one of them has a shark <laughs> in like a floaty with a backwards hat and stuff all over it. And then there's a dinosaur on a fucking skateboard. If there was anything more me in the world, there's not alcohol, dinosaurs, <laughs> skateboards, heard and then the pink lemonade's like a toucan on rollerblades so like fuck yes so cute um I'm obsessed like actually um which one do you want to try first Sarah and I have decided we're gonna try all three tonight we're gonna kind of split it up we want to finish a can for each like third of each like our show notes so Sarah what do you want to start with I kind of wanted to do the pink lemonade okay me too perfect so let's okay perfect. I'm gonna open mine <laughs> all right I don't want to get this I'm like, Okay, last time Sarah was here and I opened one of these, I, like, got it all over my computer during our live stream. So I'm going <laughs> to open it over here. Okay. Sippy sit. It's very lemony. It reminds me a lot of...
2: Did you ever have, like, in college, the pink lemonade spedka? Oh, my <laughs> that- God, yes. That's what it tastes like Not as bad Not like bad
0: I feel like it's really easy to drink Like there's no sting or anything It's just like very much like a Like a lemon water Like if you don't like like, alcohol or like the sting It's I think that this is the move Yeah
2: I think lemon water is a good way to put it Like because I feel like pink lemonade I usually think of it as like sweeter This is just very lemony to me
0: Okay so we'll try all three of these throughout the show And then we will do our seltzer ranks last how about that yes good okay cool so after after our twitter stuff we will do that so let's start out um as you guys know if you tuned into our instagram live or if you even follow us anywhere you know that the pll championship was this week and sarah and i watched it um want to say a huge congratulations to our winners for the sunglasses and the sweatshirt sarah do you have anything yes. you want to start with
2: yeah, obviously. Congrats to Rob, Ray, and Andrew. Good job. Um, there were a lot. I will say, there's definitely a lot more whip snakes picks, but all pretty much all the chaos picks were the MVPs. Most of them were for Blaze Reardon. So good on you for that. Um, I don't know that game. I was kind of shocked by that game.
0: Yeah i I don't know, and this is. Sarah and I, like I said, have watched this game together. Um, also, want to throw out our code for SNS. Uh, you can use the code SNS for 30% off for Tomahawk shades. I have not stopped wearing mine since I got them. Mm. Um, but I think any time that you can hold Matt Rambo and Zed Williams to zero points, obviously your team is probably going to win the game. Because, like, how? how?
2: Yeah, no, like, shout out to Jared Newman. So I think he was the one that was... Pretty much on Matt Rambo the entire time, held into one shot the whole game. And it just did not look like the Matt Rambo that we all know. And then yeah, Jack Rowette. <laughs> Shout out to Jack Rowett. Did a great job covering Zed Williams. You know, I know he was looking for a kind of a redemption game after last year's championship, where obviously he did not have as good of a time going with covering Zed Williams, which it's a tough job. Like very much understand why he would win Defender of the Week because he did an incredible job this week on defense. Anyone that could shut down Zed Williams like that, kudos to you. But, yeah, also Jared Newman, great job with Matt Rambo. And, yeah, just the chaos offense, you know, it was dominant. Like, <laughs> And, again, it makes it a lot easier when you have an MVP player, like actually won the league MVP and then won the game MVP, you know, goalie of the year, blazer and that But even then, I think a lot of people were, the big talking point was, oh, like, you can't shut down Zed and Rambo, whatever. That chaos offense was dominant from the first quarter to the last whistle of the entire game. I think there was, maybe in the very beginning, the Whip snakes led once. But after that, once they got the lead, it was chaos the entire time.
0: It was chaos. Can we (laughs) talk about... How Blaze dropped an F-bomb on NBC <laughs> National TV.
2: That was incredible. And you know what? When you're not only a champion, but when you're the league MVP, the game MVP, goalie of the year, you can do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. Yeah, power I think, to him. That was a power move.
0: Yeah. I think I said this to you. I was like, if you are offended by that, or, you know, the FCC, obviously, I understand why there's guidelines and whatnot, but it's like when, if you're offended by an accidental F-bomb after someone just won MVP and won a championship game, or your mm-hmm. kid hears it, or whatever, I feel like that's a you problem.
2: Well, they you know it. they brought it back with the wholesomeness with Andy Towers. I thought if anyone was going to drop an F-bomb, it would be him. He's like, we're going to SeaWorld.
0: <laughs> I was like, hell C-world. yeah. SeaWorld. <laughs> SeaWorld like why SeaWorld What? That was. I wonder just, how much was, money they spent
2: expecting that.
0: Oh how my much God. do you think SeaWorld paid them to be like? Yeah, we're going to SeaWorld with all their problems going on. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Well, they respond because he tweeted it, too. He's like, I'm going to SeaWorld. (laughs) SeaWorld responded, I can't wait. Like, can't wait to celebrate with you. I'm like, ah, yeah. Nothing to celebrate a lacrosse championship like SeaWorld.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, we kind of talked about last week how I'm into dads sometimes and I'm kind of into him. Like he's kind of like a dilf, and I don't like he gives me guy Fieri vibes, and I'm kind like I'm kind of into it. <laughs> I, I did not know that this is where
2: that was going. I thought it was gonna go in the whole thing with girl. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was not the t- turn I think. I don't I was even like bald okay.
0: guys. <laughs>
2: I'm just, like, oddly into him. I mean, hey, he's a powerful guy. He makes his presence known, you know? He's so passionate, man. So passionate. You love that. Love to see that. I'm so happy he's a champion.
0: Oh, yeah. Go off, King. Um, So, you know, like, you were talking about how Jack had a really good game. He's had quite yes. the week. Um, yeah, he has I think had quite the week. So for those of you who don't know or don't follow me or don't follow Jack or whatever, uh, there was a clip of him that came out from the game on Sunday, and it was like him just kind of like really like panic-eyed or whatever, and he was like, "Uh, I think I just had nine beers in eight seconds, and uh, and then the clip just cuts off. And I tweeted – I quote tweeted it, and I was like, I want to be this guy's best friend. And Mm. I guess someone – or multiple people sent him <laughs> that tweet because he quote tweeted my quote tweet and was like oh like I can hook you up with him just like slide in my DM or whatever <laughs> I looked at that earlier and it had like 800 something likes like on it.
2: there's a lot of engagement on that tweet
0: that tweet blew up whatever his was I was like oh my god I have never 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 ever would I think that a tweet like that would blow up and I was just <laughs> shocked
2: well that's I, why I laughed because one of our questions in our mailbag this week it was before that even happened was like what's the weirdest interaction on lacrosse
0: twitter you've had? And I
2: was like was well it. I know I can just answer me.
0: 917 likes sarah That is unreal. I wanna read just this is hey. so many people were like, this is my favorite thread on Twitter ever. And I have to read some <laughs> of these because they're hilarious. I'm gonna read the ones with like five likes or more because there's a lot of responses on here. Someone goes, someone yeah. named Josh goes, Jack, thanks for saving my dog from that birding building the other night. Such a great guy. Someone else goes, Hey Jack, thanks for donating to my Schools Lacrosse program. We've never had a multi-million dollar donation before. This comment. <laughs> The next one has 161 likes and it says, hey, Jack, I just got off the phone with that puppy you saved and he wanted me to tell you thanks for being such a great guy who is also selfless and handsome. (laughs) These have so many likes. These have so many likes. (laughs) Hey, Jack, thanks for what you did last week. That school bus of puppies and children never would have made it if you hadn't stepped in. Hashtag hero. Hey, Jack, just wanted to say how much I appreciate when you helped my elderly grandmother move out of her old house by yourself. When she offered to pay you $100,000, you didn't have to send it all to charity, but that was all great of you. (laughs) Hey, Jack, thanks for coming out to Denmark and doing all the free community outreach for our program. The kids are still asking about you, and we hope you come back soon. Jack, thanks for your yearly contribu- contribution in personally aiding and guiding baby sea turtles safely to the ocean to live their <laughs> lives. I see you're already on schedule again for next year. Um, there's a lot of people sent like Steph Curry memes. Um, hey, Jack, big fan. Thanks again for donating your lungs and heart to save my puppy's life. This one has 141 likes. Yo, Jack. Thanks for letting me borrow the whip last night. Never drove a hurricane before. My wife wants one now. Stand up guy. Um, just insanity. There was one that I really liked. I got to find it. It was something about like out. Al- uh, No, where is it? It was something about like donating to like allergy awareness, which like if you follow me, you know that that's like something I'm really like passionate about or whatever. Oh, They got personal um, with them. Yeah. So like these were crazy and I love them. I did uh message him, and we chat a little bit he's he's a nice guy i I haven't really talked to him at all today um so thanks for talking to me I guess <laughs> for he's, the chat. I mean, he's a nice guy yeah, we like texted maybe like ten times back and forth, and that was that was it yeah um thanks so shout chat. out to him Congrats. that was really funny Jack. Yep. that uh that sold me on the cross and the cross Twitter. You guys are actually pretty funny. I think I tweeted that <laughs> yesterday and it got. Far more likes than I expected it to, so I'm I'm in on the cross. He's a nice boy. Woo-hoo. Shout out if you ever come to Boston, hit me up. We can like grab a drink or something. Um, <laughs> still still waiting for Sergio Parkovic to hit my DM, Sarah. That's
2: that's the full circle moment that we're waiting for on your it, journey on the cross Twitter.
0: Yeah, it'll probably never happen, but you know, here we are. Um, hey, shoot, so shoot, I, I you know what fuck it we ball um (laughs) so you are going to be writing for the NLL correct
2: yeah so I'm going to still be with lacrosse flash and I'm going to be covering the NLL that season starts the beginning of December so look forward to that content coming out both just on lacrosse flash and then I'll also of course keep everyone updated here But that also means we have to pick teams to follow. And I know there's a team already recruiting Kendra. (laughs) I already kind of have a team that I have in mind. But everyone else that listens, you all have to pick an NLL team too. And tweet at us what your team is. But yeah, Kendra's already being recruited as
0: a fan. so That's kind of lit. I just googled the NLL teams. And I'm looking at them. And I'm like... Oh Boston has a team
2: It's like a New England team I think It's,
0: it's the Boston, no, like, Boston Blazers uh,
2: That doesn't exist
0: anymore. okay um, The San Diego Seals look, look kind of cool now. The Seals um, There's a San Jose team the Seals, yeah. which, which I would support Because obviously I lived in San Jose for a while When I was interning in California But I don't like their logo Um this team the Riptide was the one who were they were the ones tweeting me. What does their logo look like? I don't even see them on here. New York oh, Riptide. There we go. Oh, I like their logo. Yeah. That's not bad. I just hate the state of New York. Yeah, I would say
2: there's no New England teams left.
0: Um, okay, I'm looking at this now. Halifax Thunderbirds, blah 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 blah. I'm like,
2: if you want me a true Matt Rambo stand, you could go Philadelphia wings.
0: No. I think I gotta get. It. All right, you know what? Fuck it. New York Riptide We Ball. You guys were the first. You tagged me. You're it. I'm in. I'm sold. You guys are social media team rocks. I am now a fucking Riptide fan. We fucking ride at dawn, bitches. <laughs> Sarah, who right, are you supporting?
2: Um, I'm going <laughs> Saskatchewan Rush because. Someone would be mad at me if I didn't. So go Saskatchewan. (laughs) I don't know much about it. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure (laughs) it's like Alaska, basically, up there, but Saskatchewan.
0: Um. Anyway, <laughs> I know like, that
2: person will hear this, and that. So that was I didn't even think about. It. That was the only team I ever considered. <laughs>
0: um. All right. So what's your backup team? What's your backup, backup plan? Team Plan B. Hmm. Plan B. I don't know. Saskatchewan's good. Okay. So what's your backup plan? All right. If we start to randomly hate this person, who are we rooting for instead? <laughs> who's their rival? Good call. I think D- I watched, so I was
2: watching NLL games yesterday on YouTube, and I don't think they like the Halifax Thunderbirds, so that be right. my backup, Halifax. All right, but mystery right man, now,
0: if you fuck this up, <laughs> don't, don't fuck it up. <laughs> or woman, up you or know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is Skajuan hate channel. <laughs> damn it i should have picked halifax just to fuck with them (laughs) that could be my backup team too (laughs) perfect (laughs) i'm such an asshole oh my god um do we do we have any more lacrosse comments before we want to move on to the nfl
2: no, so everyone, pick your NLL team. Tweet at us. Give us your random reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. Let's just hear them. That's it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna have like Halifax stands now? <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope would be so. awesome. I hope if things go south, all of a sudden I was just a Halifax fan. <laughs> that would be sick. Um. All right. So we'll move on okay. to the NFL. Um. I, Sarah, I don't think you've watched any NFL when you weren't with me other than the Patriots game you went to right yeah nope I watched the Patriots
2: game a couple weeks ago I watched the games when I was with you and then I stopped once I went to that concert so (laughs) I have no idea what's going on
0: um all right so the primetime games have been absolutely fucking nuts this season. Um I tried to tune into Peyton and Eli's broadcast the other night. I think it was Monday night is when they're on um on like ESPN2 or whatever, but I had to like everyone was tweeting about it like the first week and said that it was amazing and I turned it on and they had Brett Favre on who I you know who Brett Favre is I assume, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, they had him on and it was so cringe that I think my roommate and I watched it for maybe five minutes before we turned it off. Um, I I have some comments about that game, but I just wanted to say that like if you like that broadcast, let me know if I should give it another try. Um, Sarah was here. We were watching the PLO championship game and I had the Jags game on on the floor if you were tuned in for that. Um, (laughs) I just I am very I'm frustrated, but I'm. Also, I don't really – I'm very conflicted. I don't know how to feel because we do have a ton of injuries. We have a rookie quarterback, and we have a new coach. And while I think Trevor Lawrence is getting better every week, which is all you can ask for, I think that I am just hating Urban Meyer more and more each week. Um, And we, like I said, we do have a ton of injuries. We added a lot, a lot of injuries to our list this week. CJ Henderson, uh, LaVisca Chanel, and O'Shaughnessy all – probably not playing this weekend just everyone's hurt on top of the ETN and and Tavon Austin thing that was already going on it's just our depth is depleted Um, I think that we're frustrated apparently we hate our coach Um, the only positive thing that came out of this was a 102 yard kick return from Jamal Agnew which was I think the longest return in our franchise history which is really cool that was a lot of fun to watch I think you saw me yeah I think you saw me freaking out when that happened (laughs) yeah go off Jamal Um, so that was a lot of fun that's cool that was like a really Positive thing that happened for us, like you know, when when you have a team that is struggling with all, like I said, with the injuries, the new coach, the rookie quarterback. I think that you have to cling on to those types of positive moments, um, and and mm-hmm. I think that that was a really really cool moment. Um, it was a lot of fun to see them celebrate something at home for a first home game this season with Trevor Lawrence. So I, I think that that was really cool. They're playing the Cardinals this coming week, um, and. Their their pass rush is just really really scary. It's it's very scary to me. And I think Kyler is going to pick apart our defense. Our secondary is just gonna they're gonna be exhausted by the end of this game. I think that what I've noticed with Trevor is that he seems to be like he like what I, I and I don't know if I don't want to say that this is his biggest problem, but it's the biggest thing that I've noticed. I feel like he is following his receivers with his eyes down the field, mm-hmm. and and DBs are just gonna clean you all day and you can't do that in the NFL you know what I mean like you 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 can't do that in college to a certain extent like call it like obviously there are things you can get away with in college you can't get away with in the NFL but that's what I've noticed with him and I think DBs are just going to continue to pick his pockets clean if he keeps doing that I mean he's he's he threw three interceptions the first week and I think two this week and I and I think that that's something that needs to be worked on um so Mm you know i that was that was my takeaway from this game i i do think he's getting better every week and i think that that's the only thing you can ask for from a rookie no rookie's going to be perfect and they need they need snaps to you know be able to get better and to learn and not make those same mistakes again but i feel like this week is really going to be the truest test that he's had all season because the cardinals are a good team they're a great team you know they're they're definitely yes. i don't think that they're going to win the super bowl obviously just because you have these powerhouse teams like the chiefs and you know, the box and etc., But I, I don't think that they're out of the conversation and they shouldn't be, but he's, he's going to have a busy, busy day on Sunday at one o'clock. And I, my biggest concern this week is just keeping him healthy. Can we keep the ball on the ground? You know, finally utilize James Robinson and just keep, and honestly, that's all I want for the rest of the season. Just keep the kid healthy and keep him in a place mm-hmm. that he can continue to get better every week. Um, The Falcons Bucks game got interesting for a minute. It was, I mean, it it was kind of crazy because, you know, the Bucks were taking it to the Falcons for a majority of the game. And then out of nowhere, the Falcons defense, you know, within a span of one drive, just took Mm -hmm. over. They started, like, they got sacks, they got interceptions. And I thought the Falcons were potentially going to come back for a second, which is crazy because the Falcons aren't a great team obviously um, but it yeah. got really interesting that was a fun game to watch towards the end of the day same with the uh, the Titans and Seahawks game um, that was also sort of one of those situations where uh, you know it was a little bit of like a comeback situation and almost all of the AFC South teams took a loss this week almost um, so that was that was, you know, I mean, any. It, it's not like I have expectations of winning the division. I think it's very yeah. unrealistic to think that anyone other than the Titans are going to win this division um, because, you know, the Colts are having injury issues. They have talent problems. The Texans, I mean, they have looked a lot better than people thought they were going to. So we're either going to finish third or fourth in the division. That's just how it is. But when, when you're competitive mm-hmm. and when you can compete in your division, I think that that's important. Um, and it, like I said, the Jags aren't going to come back and, and do anything in this division. I think we're just too injury prone. Our coaching problems are obviously an issue. Um, but that was that was an exciting thing as someone who has a team to support in the AFC South. Um, the Chiefs Ravens game was probably the most exciting game of the week, in my opinion, as everyone knew that it would be. That was why it was a primetime game. Um, Lamar- I, would say, I actually
2: saw the highlights of that game.
0: <laughs> yeah. OK, do you have any do you have any takeaways?
2: No, I don't have any takeaways. I just saw the highlights. All right. And I knew that the Ravens were the underdogs in that matchup, and I like when underdogs win. So love that. Also, shout out to my friend Jordan, because I know he's a big Ravens fan. Love that for you.
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that... Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are the two most entertaining people to watch in the NFL right now. And, and that's not a hot take. I think that that's something that everybody knows. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson is just such a dual threat quarterback, like the definition of a dual threat quarterback. And the most exciting mm-hmm. part of this entire game was the last two minutes of the game. Um, they, the Ravens had a lead that they wanted to secure, and it was fourth and short. And they were deciding to punt or not. And Harbaugh, you know, was originally, I think, I think leaning towards punting. And Lamar was like, no, we should go for it. It's fourth and short. If we get this first down... Game's over. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get mm-hmm. the ball. We talked about this last week. You know, it's sort of those one of one of those situations with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and just their offense in general. Um, there's no cheat code for their offense. You know, it's like one of those things you can't you can't ever count Tom Brady out. It's not over until Tom Brady says it's over. It's one of those things yeah. where you can't count Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill out because there is that "fuck it, Tyreek is out there somewhere" mentality in those sorts of situations. And I think Lamar Jackson obviously knows that. And he was like, "No, coach, let's go for it." And you saw the video, I'm sure, of Harbaugh being like Lamar do you want to go for it and he says all right yes. go for it which is like the big like the biggest thing that you can uh, it, like trusting your quarterback like that is phenomenal the fact that they have that is just I have goosebumps right now like that's so cool and the fact <laughs> that they big balled the fuck out of the Chiefs is fucking awesome and Lamar's playing for a new contract so I think that that just goes to show that he they, they do need to sign him a new contract um and that was that was just such a fun matchup like just watching those two duke it out whenever you can is just so much fun. Um, so that game was my favorite game of the week. Um, the other primetime game this week was the Monday night game, was Lions Packers. Um, I had a weird feeling that the Lions were going to play a lot better than I think people were going. The people thought they were going to, <coughs> and, and and that did wind up happening. You know, they yeah. didn't win, which you know is is. It's the Lions, and I said that last week. I was like, if you're, when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was one of my thrive picks last week to start. Um, it was, it was an Aaron Rodgers revenge game. You know, anytime historically speaking that people talk shit about Aaron Rodgers or anything like that, the game after he always comes back and he comes back with vengeance, and that's exactly what hmm. happened. He threw four touchdowns, and I am so sick even after this game of seeing people talk about Aaron Rodgers negatively. It's like how he is, like, the leader of his team, and he doesn't need to be pouting and blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, he's a grown-ass man. If he has feelings, that's fine. Stop telling adults how to feel, how to play, how to act, whatever. Yeah, he's a captain, but he's Aaron fucking Rodgers. Like, chill out. Um, so that game was a lot of fun. Like I said, I knew that this was going to be an Aaron Rodgers revenge game, and it was. And I think that – I don't know who they played this week. I'd have to go check, but I, I, think, I think Aaron Rodgers is back, like, just straight up. That's um, fair. I would
2: say yeah. I don't know much about how that game went, but I also follow so many Brewers fans. I kinda got the whole play by play on Twitter of the Packers game. And yeah. I saw a lot of Aaron Rodgers' praise at the end of the night. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, as there should be. His his interview with Lisa Salters was, was a pretty good one too. You know, he was just like, Yeah, you know, like that's that's what I do. You know, I come to work, whatever. Yep. Um, so I think we should get into our Thrive segment. How does that sound to you?
2: sounds fantastic to me also i just want to let you know i switched i finished my first seltzer
0: i'm on to the Berry blast all right so do you want to read our (coughs) ad read and i will chug this okay
2: all right here we go oh my god my first time doing the ad read this segment is brought to you by thrive fantasy thrive fantasy is a thrive fan Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a sign of fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use promo code SNS when you sign up today, and you'll receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Cool. All right.
0: Which one did you open? I opened Berry Blast. All right. I'm going to open Berry Blast as well. Oh, damn. (laughs) Chuggy, that was tough. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) I actually put money down on Thrive this week, so... I did. I am entering a contest. I'll get into my picks in a second. So <laughs> last week, I had Baker, Aaron Rodgers, and James Robinson. I, I think I did pretty all right. You know, Baker um, had a touchdown and an interception, and Aaron Rodgers had four TDs, zero interceptions. Um, James Robinson did not have a touchdown, and he really didn't play that well. I don't. So that's that's what's so frustrating to me is that last week. Urban Meyer went on and on about how we should be utilizing James Robinson in the run game more. And then what did we do? Not that. So two weeks in a row, that's been like our critique is that, okay, why the fuck is James Robinson not running the goddamn ball with fucking a rookie quarterback? And it just doesn't continue to happen. So if they don't change that, I'm going to keep my Jaguars pick this week the same. I'm going to go James Robinson because I think that at some point, the coaching staff needs to hold Urban Meyer accountable and be like, yo, what the fuck are we doing here? James Robinson needs to run the goddamn ball. Um, Sarah, how did your picks do? Um, I know Mike Evans,
2: everyone said was yelling at you because you said, oh, I'm going to sit him for just three, which Kendra didn't. She was just being supportive. I'm like, second of I all, did start Mike you, Evans. Yeah, I'm like, and if you're seriously taking anything I'm saying, like, don't do that. Like, my reasoning last week was, oh, this guy plays with Joe Burrow, and I have a crush on Joe Burrow. Like, don't take fantasy advice from me, please. But
0: <laughs> Although sometimes, my, you know, like, fan, like when you play March Madness brackets, like girls who pick teams for colors and stuff, sometimes okay, they I, do really well. What
2: was the game? This is so off topic, but the March Madness game, you know that first one? It was a random-ass university that had this big upset in the first round, March Madness. What was the fuck that
0: was their name? It, it happens was all like, the time. You're talking about, like, um uh,
2: but they had a funny name, though. Mm, I don't
0: I know. I don't know,
2: but I was doing a March Madness bracket with someone, and uh, he was pissed because I picked that team just because I was like, oh, that's a funny name, I'm gonna pick it, and I made all my mm-hmm. other picks just based off of, like, uniforms or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was sailing through that March Madness. Like, Look I was going to... I know. And I was like, would you look at that? No research. <laughs> but Okay. This one, I guess I should have put more research
0: in. Mike Evans, I mean he had thirteen point seven points. So just, I mean, yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um also I do and like then, the I like the berry I like the berry one better than the lemonade.
2: I feel like I don't know, the berry one doesn't have much of a taste to me.
0: I can't... yeah, I like the berry one better than the lemonade. Um,
2: I like it. It just kinda tastes like a like Capri Sun almost yeah all right yeah yeah okay my start was Jamar Chase and he had two receptions for 54 yards and one touchdown 30 13.4 points so whatever I think he did all right
0: He did all right Um, I I did use our code this week To put money down for mm-hmm. Thrive. So if you do want your instant deposit match. I used our code. Use our code SNS. Um, I, I honestly. I was talking to my roommate about this today. He's like an avid gambler. And we were talking about <laughs> how much better Thrive is as an app. Just as far as like the props and stuff they have. Like they have guaranteed. Doesn't matter how many people enter. Like guaranteed $50,000 this week. Which is why I put tw- I put 20 bucks down on this. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So my 10 people and my tiebreakers this week, I took the under on Patrick Mahomes, 310 and a half pass yards. Um, okay. They are playing the Chargers. I took Austin Eckler on the over of 61 and a half yards. I took the over on Julio Jones with six and a half receptions. I took the over on Jared Goff's 1.5 and one and a half pass TDs. <coughs> I took the over with, Baker Mayfield's half an interception. I do think he's going to throw an INC this week. Um, I took the over on Saquon Barkley getting a touchdown. So they, they said .5. I think Saquon's going to get a touchdown. Um, I took the over on 286.5 passing yards and rushing yards for Lamar Jackson. Took the over on Chris Godwin's half touchdown. I do think he's going to catch TD this weekend. Um, I took the under with Aaron Rodgers, 25.5 completions. Took the under with George Kittle's one and a half receiving touchdowns. Took the over with Calvin Ridley and his half touchdown. So I do think he's gonna catch touchdown this weekend. And I took the over with Stefan Diggs as my tiebreaker with 91 and a half total receiving yards. Um, I okay. think, you know, I those that's that's what I think. I, you know, my maximum points is 920 um I so yeah I put I put money down you know what you're like fuck it we ball if you want to play against us tweet me your lineup tweet us your lineup let's play against (laughs) each other I would love to do that love that Sarah do you have any do you have anything
2: I would say I made picks I also have my start and sit you know all of these are not with as much thought (laughs) okay definitely not my picks. so for Um, the player props, I took the under with Patrick Mahomes, like you did, actually. Okay. Um, the under with Ryan Tannehill, just because I mm. didn't really like his face. Okay, cool. Um, I took that. the over with Julio Jones, <laughs> because I know who that is. Okay. <laughs> Same reason I took over on Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Barkley, and Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I took under for um, Juju Smith-Schuster because I don't really like his TikToks. <laughs> okay, love that. Chris Godwin, I took the over. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I took the over. And then the in-case emergency picks, I did Diggs over and Derek Carr under. Derek Carr, that I was like, oh, Stefan Diggs, I know who that is. I'll, I'll give him
0: the over. <laughs> Derek Carr, okay. I, like, I don't know under why not cool cool all right so we'll watch yours and see how many points you wind up with and see if your version of picking things outscores me (laughs) which would be fucking awesome i would actually love that but if i won fifty thousand (laughs) dollars that would also be fucking lit (laughs) Um, so those are our Thrive picks of the week. Please play against us. And if you do sign up for Thrive, make sure you use code SNS to get your deposit match up to $100. Um, my games to watch this week are, I do want to watch the Texans game just because I want to see Davis Mills. Um, I also want to watch the Jets game to see how many interceptions that Zach Wilson's going to throw. The other games I have to highlight, I have the Saints at the Pats, obviously. (coughs) Sarah, watch that game if you're going to do anything. Yes. Bengals at Steelers, both are one and one. I think that that could be a really good game. I'm sure Joe Burrow will be looking sexy in some football (laughs) pants. Um, I have Bucks at Rams. Both teams are 2-0. I think that's going to be a game to watch. Packers at 49ers, I think, is going to be good. Um, And then I also have the Eagles at Cowboys. I hate that division. I hate both of those teams. I hate both of those cities. But it is a division game. It is a primetime game, and I feel like you always have to watch the Cowboys in primetime, and their games always just get, like, so like trashy with like how they play each other that I think it's entertaining. Um, So, yeah, those are my games to watch this week. We're not going to talk too much about like matchups and stuff this week just because we have a huge mailbag segment. Like it is fucking (laughs) massive. You guys had tons of questions for us. So that's that's why we're kind of cutting the football segment short this week since it's mostly me talking anyway. um, (coughs) Sarah and I did watch the Auburn game together this week. Sarah, how was watching football with me?
2: war eagle
0: I learned that yes phrase <laughs> I yes, learned you that did. phrase war eagle <laughs> mm-hmm. and that we are not the war eagles which some people think and I hate that they say war eagles it drives me fucking nuts but we are the it tigers wasn't me for, a- for the record I did not say that <laughs> <laughs> um if you know who was with us then you know who it was but that is our mascot <laughs> and our war cry hello um there's a so, difference <laughs> yes uh, I have a couple things to say about this game. Not a ton. Obviously, we lost. Um, God fucking damn it. Like, actually, like, what the fuck? I'm so fucking mad about this game. I was literally, like, standing on the bar screaming at one point, And there was this chick across the bar, like, trying to argue with me what P.I. was. And I was just like... Did your, like, friends, cousins from, like, Trinidad go to Penn State or something? Like, who the fuck do you know here? Like, I was literally just, like, screaming at this lady in orange and blue overalls on top of the fucking bar. It was actually insane. And, yes, I did wear those out, and I have no shame. Sarah, do you have COVID? No, I've had this thing <laughs> forever. I swear I don't have COVID. I'm just kidding. Um, the targeting call... At the goal line in this game, I really have such mixed feelings about it. I understand why targeting calls happen. I hate the suspension part of it. I understand why they're there, though, to keep players safe. But what the fuck was he supposed to do in this situation? It was on the goddamn goal line. Like, is he just supposed to let him score? And it honestly wasn't even a targeting call, in my opinion. And that's not me being an Auburn fan. Just from, like, a clearly, like, journalistic point of view. Why am I, like, mm-hmm. shaking my hands like I'm Italian in this fucking shirt? <laughs> 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 ah! Um, But, no, I just, like, that, yeah, that call really... Gab, you gabbled your last ghoul. Um, but, but penalties just really killed us outside of that play. um like that that was really the difference maker for me, so. I'm disappointed All right, we moved about we moved around a little bit in the AP poll. I'm not really that shocked they moved up. I think we moved down one slot from 22 to 23. Um, I do think that we are going to lose to Alabama and Georgia, so I think that that really kind of sealed our season for us. But who knows? You never know. The Iron Bowl and the the Border War are always winnable games for anyone, so I don't want to say our season's over, but truly as like a journalist and not just a fan, I feel I do feel that way about the Auburn Tigers season. But Mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, as long as we can stay healthy and that sort of thing and, and be more disciplined moving forward, <laughs> I have a little bit more faith. Um, my games of note this week, oh, I do want to talk about the Alabama-Florida game and the Michigan State-Miami game really quick. The okay. Alabama-Florida game was just the epitome of college football, SEC football. I think that was the best game that we're going to get Maybe all season, I, it is very premature to say that, but I do think that that is one of the best games that we are going to get this season. I, and I said it. I said it last week. I put the tape you out there before the it. game. Yep, I did say I was like, I we don't think Alabama. Proof. And I and I posted it, and I thought that that was really ballsy for me to do, um, considering it was a day <laughs> that our show dropped. But I meant what I said, and I wholeheartedly felt that way. I was like, Alabama is not going to lose a game this season. But if they are going to outside of the Iron Bowl and I think that they were more likely to lose this game than they were the Iron Bowl cuz the swamp is just nuts. Um and and they almost did. They almost fucking lost this game. And I that I think that that was going to be their biggest test all season. And and the SEC, I know that I'm a homer, but the SEC is just built fucking different. And I and I I don't care that it, that makes me a homer. I just genuinely feel that way. Um the Michigan State Miami game, I also told you fuckers that Miami was overrated and they did not deserve to be ranked. So goodbye to the U. You guys are hot garbage. You never like I you guys shouldn't have been ranked last week. See ya. Good riddance. Fuck Miami. I hate that place. Um so anyways, I All don't right. really have yeah football um I don't I literally fucking hate the city of Miami I I, you guys are all trash um (laughs) come for me bitches um so my only other thing of note is the college games this week that I will be watching there's not a ton there's only this week's kind of boring yet again the beginning of the season is always kind of you know whatever um 12 Notre Dame at Wisconsin I hope Camp Randall is pop in for this game I fucking hate Notre Dame and you know obviously everyone knows my Wisconsin ties here um and I feel like you have Wisconsin ties too so maybe that's a good game to watch for you if you are free (laughs) yeah jump around Camp Randall yeah you already know (laughs) Um, and then I have seventh ranked Texas A&M at 16th ranked Arkansas as a must watch as my only other must watch this week I think that Texas A&M since their quarterback went down is I don't think that they deserve to be ranked that high. I think that they've kind of had some really questionable games. Um, and Arkansas, I think, is fake as for fuck. They don't deserve to be here. The only reason they are is because they, they beat Texas and they've had a weak schedule outside of that. I think that their SEC remaining mm-hmm. schedule is going to kick them in the ass. So I think that this is going to be an exposure game for one, if not both teams. So those are my those are my to watch games this week. Um, like I said, tweet me if you want to be involved right. in my football watching action. I will be watching football on my patio with my friends all day. Sarah, if you're bored, feel free to stop by. Um, yeah, that's that's my college football stuff. Any any notes? Woo-hoo. Nope. <laughs> cool. Um, so I think the segment that everyone knew was coming this week is our Boston Tea Party (laughs) segment. Um, Bobby Dahlbeck has a fucking girlfriend, so I'm never mentioning him again. The only reason he's been good is because we started talking about him on this fucking podcast. So fuck you, Bobby Dahlbeck. I hope you're happy.
2: I would say he's on the bench tonight, too. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) why they're benching Mm -hmm. him, I'm not sure. But they knew what was coming. They knew this shit talk's
0: coming. They knew! Um, so if you live under a rock, there was a picture of Bobby Dahlbeck and his girlfriend that was released this week. She is beautiful. I would love to be friends so with this pretty. girl. Nothing, nothing bad to say about her. She's fucking gorgeous. They're the only thing that I have a few, I have a few things to say, and I'm not saying this. I like I'm done with you, Bobby Dahlbeck. My uh, we're over. Um, we are so over. But <laughs> him and this girl, they're both really good looking, but they kind of look like siblings. It is a siblings or... They could make siblings
2: or dating. You know that Instagram account? Yes. I think siblings would... They're both very
0: good-looking people. They just look kind of similar. They look so similar. And you know what? <laughs> it never would have worked anyway because after I saw his feet in that picture, it gave me the Ugh. fucking ick. His fucking feet, I can't... I, bleh, I can't.
2: My question was, I was like, why did no one crop the feet? No one wants to see anyone's bare feet i mean i i guess maybe not nobody but i sure as hell do not want to see anyone's bare feet so.
0: well yeah and like i'm not talking shit about this girl i think she's gorgeous i'm sure she's great but she everyone in the photo was barefoot but she was in socks <laughs> and it was so awkward
2: <laughs> see i she was the only one in that picture and you know i love hunter red from like you guys knew a picture was being taken and you just kept feet out
0: they're like yep get those feet in <laughs> i just Nasty. i mean you guys i hope they made some money off of these feet pics or something
2: <laughs> yeah that's the other I thing just, you never give away feet pictures for free
0: no free feet pics none no. not even i mean i think that okay that guy who told me i had nice feet in the airport that was fucking weird <laughs> that is i literally very weird. it was so weird i was just you know on that i okay so i This is just, like, really random. I posted a poll before I flew to Texas, and I was like, is it weird to wear (coughs) flip-flops to the airport? And once again, my polls between Twitter and Instagram were polar opposite, and one said, yes, that's fucking crazy, and the other one was like, nah, go for it. So I did it. Oh, I said yes. I'll never wear flip-flops to the airport again, and it wasn't (laughs) because it was, like, a weird situation. It was because that guy was like, girl, you got some cute feet. And I was like... Uh, no free feet. No free feet. You, you got to pay me to see these cute ass feet. But apparently I have cute feet. And I hear that a lot. So like if you do want to buy feet pics for me, hit your girl up. I mean, uh, <laughs> hell yeah. The quickest 30, quickest, quickest 30 seconds of my life to make some money. Fuck it. I'll send you pictures of my feet. But no free feet pics. Um, so that's how I feel about Bobby Dolbeck and his girlfriend. I love her. Bobby, you're dead to me i hope i hope jd and i hate that i'm saying this i hope jd keeps his spot fuck you bobby (laughs) we were meant to be (laughs) Uh, so yeah that's our that's our boss of tea party segment sarah would you like to talk about uh our next segment
2: (laughs) oh yes i would like to talk about our next segment
0: (laughs) i don't know how you follow that
2: up but I'm like, I don't really know a smooth transition from that to this, so I'm just going to get into it. (laughs) So the first all-woman broadcast team for a nationally broadcasted MLB game is going to be on ESPN September 29th. It's going to be Melanie Newman, who is amazing and perfect and deserves all good things in the world, and Jess Mendoza. (laughs) How do you feel? I'm not as big of a jess mendoza fan but you know what i think maybe with her and melanie they'll balance each other out and it'll be great and i'm so excited and i can't wait to watch it
0: okay and i think it's very I, important
2: to baseball so
0: i was gonna say i think that this is really important i will be watching this obviously um as a woman in sports i think it's you it's a must to support other women in sports what yeah. is your thing against jess mendoza am i living under a rock what don't i know a lot of baseball
2: fans aren't a big fan of Jess Mendoza just because, I mean, also, like, I don't really think she's been on primetime games in a while. Like, she, used, they used to have her on Sunday Night Baseball a lot, and it was just... Yeah, I, I have seen, be, yeah
0: I've seen her on Sunday Night.
2: Yeah, it would be her and A-Rod, and a yep. also not great on Sunday Night Baseball, and the two of them together, it was just very insufferable. It's not even like she doesn't know what she's talking about, like she very clearly knows what she's talking about like i no doubt about that it's just some of the comments i'm like i think we need to reevaluate what it is that we should be talking about up in the booth especially on a national broadcast like this is a big game for a reason like this is on sunday night baseball for a reason so i think we need to reel it in here Okay, that's... I don't know. It also just also kind of always bothered me that she's, like, the only woman that's ever on Sunday Night Baseball, when I'm like, there are Mm -hmm. so many talented women, like, Melanie Newman is one of them, so I'm really glad she's on this, but, yeah, there's just so many of them that I think deserve a spot, and I just kind of, because I know a lot of people don't like Jess Mendoza, I'm like, I feel like we need to get someone besides this one token woman out of here and, like, show you, like, all right, if you don't like her, that's fine, but there's other voices in this sport, so that's my...
0: Yeah Yeah That's a fair assessment I think that's absolutely fair Um Yeah I I I have seen her On Sunday Night Baseball A million A million times Um I maybe Didn't feel like that was anything out of the ordinary I do feel like Mm -hmm. this is you know a very ESPN thing to do they're usually the first to make these sorts of moves and if it works out everyone sort of follows suit so I think that this is fantastic for the sport of baseball I think that this is going to be a very progressive thing to start sort of pushing other networks to do the same so I think that's going to be awesome I will be tuning in maybe we could Watch together Live tweet it Whether we're together Or apart Just watching I think that that would be Something awesome for us to do Obviously Mm -hmm. we are A female based sports podcast So (laughs) we would love to support Other women in sports Um Another thing, speaking of being women that has hit both of us very close to home this week, quite literally close to home for both of us, is the sexual assault things going on on college campuses. I know for me personally, I have been following everything going on at Auburn. There's been a ton of protests. There was three sexual assaults within less than a week. um, And one of them is also involved with a fraternity, like the stuff going on here. And I don't know if it's like a legal thing where these universities have to – I don't want to say protect because I don't think that that's the right word, but protect these fraternities or what have you. But most of these screams, unla- I mean, at Auburn, the fraternity is still unnamed. Whereas here, yeah. it's not the same. Um, but yeah. how, how do you feel? I mean, like, obviously, like, here people know what it is um, at UMass, Am- it's UMass Amherst, right?
2: Yes, UMass Amherst. Um,
0: whereas at Auburn, we don't know. Do you think that it is fair to protect these fraternities and the rest of the members, or do you think that that's something that should be allowed to be known by the public?
2: Well, so I don't know much about the Auburn ones. I haven't, obviously, following the Mass Amherst ones. I actually, I only realized that it was, I had no idea and this was going on until my cousin, he goes to Mass Amherst, I think he's a junior right now, and he posted a story just saying, like, uh, fuck Theta Chi, whatever the fuck the
0: fraternity Anna was. Theta Chi, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I didn't put together, like, what it was about. I just thought maybe he didn't like fraternities. So I don't know. But then as I, like, saw, like, more people, because obviously I follow a decent amount of people from UMass Amherst, so I was like, oh, shit. And then someone I follow actually posted. So the, email, the chancellor of UMass sent out an email, and it's just, like, the worst, like, you know, when people try, like, you know, like, this is, like, put a lot of work into, like, the PR team to come up with this. I have it up if you want me to read it. It just yeah, was yeah, not for sure. well done. Yeah. All right. So, dear campus community, yesterday afternoon, approximately 300 student protesters converged off campus at the Theta Chi Fraternity House in response to reports circulating online and among students of an alleged sexual assault involving the fraternity... Let me be unequivocally clear. We condemn sexual violence of any kind and are committed to providing robust support services to survivors and to vigorously investigating all allegations of sexual assault. The allegations of sexual assault that came to light this weekend prompting an outpouring of concern and outrage among students are deeply troubling. At this point, no survivors or witness has come forward to file a complaint or report ...sustaining the claims that have been made on various social media platforms. While we respect and support a survivor's decision whether or not to report an assault or pursue sanctions... ...we cannot take action against alleged perpetrators, whether they be individuals or organizations without actual evidence. And then it just kind of went on about, like, how you can report it, how it's so serious and whatever. But I'm like... (laughs) So, you're, like, clearly this email, like, I got the vibe. Maybe this is just me, like, reading into it that way. I'm, like, so they're, like, bothered by the fact that there's protests. Like, that's clearly the reason they send all this email. Like, we don't want any more protests. We don't want to be in the news. Like, we hate all this publication is getting everywhere. But also, well, no one reported it. And, like, we get, like, yeah, that's hard as a sexual assault victim. But also, we can't do anything. So, I don't know what you want us to do here. I'm, like, what was that's- the point of this email? Like, you're better off having said nothing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Like, I don't, I think whoever sent that clearly has no idea what it's like to be sexually assaulted. Um, And I think that that's really fucked up of them to say, because why does someone need to be put on blast for for there to be a conversation? I don't even think that there needs to be an excuse to have a conversation. I think, even with like yeah. obviously staff around the country, is aware of what's going on at Auburn. There should probably be a conversation anyway let alone if there's allegations on your own campus and in your own community, you need to have a fucking conversation, especially if there's that many people outside of a fraternity. Something clearly fucking happened. It doesn't, and you don't need to put a victim or a survivor on blast. They shouldn't have to come forward. They shouldn't have to deal with that. They shouldn't have to be like, hi, yeah, it was me. Hi, I was sexually assaulted. Like, fucking look at me. It doesn't work like that. Like, if you have ever experienced anything like that, which, most women, unfortunately, have a, like, a significant, mm-hmm. almost every, actually, you know what? Every single girl I am close with has shared a story with me like, like about something like that. So you know what? Mm-hmm. I think that there needs to be these conversations anyway. But if you are a survivor or you've had any sort of experience like that, it's not easy to talk about and you don't want to talk about it and you don't want to be the girl to get a fucking fraternity in trouble like imagine being the girl that's like yeah um that fraternity sucks they did xyz to me or x person in that fraternity did that who the fuck wants to do that who wants to be that person who wants to be like yeah i'm the one getting you in trouble hello it shouldn't have to be that way
2: no that's the thing like i feel like like you were saying like it kind of almost seems like they're like shaming this girl to like come out with, like, oh it was me like this mm-hmm. all these claims are because of me like i'm so sorry but i'm like okay if you're so bothered by these protests that fucking investigate the fraternity i it's a fraternity i don't think these are unfounded claims that she's making this up for attention i can promise you any college girl the last thing you want like she said is to be oh it's me like this is why this fraternity's in trouble no one wants that no one would ever nope. fucking want that With how much backlash you're gonna get not only for the yep. fraternity just but like people in general mm-hmm. so i just don't get how you can be like Well, there's nothing we can do until she says something. But, like, we get it. It's tough. Like, clearly you don't. You don't get it.
0: And even if you are the most attention-seeking person of all time, that is not something you seek attention for. No. It's just, it's straight up not. Like, especially in, and you know what? Like, it doesn't matter how big of a university it is. It's (laughs) still a very small community. And I... I probably wouldn't, I, I know that I wouldn't come forward either. In that case, yeah, absolutely
2: not, especially seeing, like, just the outpouring, like, because like you said, like, it doesn't have to necessarily be a big campus, but when it is a big campus like that, and it almost feels like the spotlight's on you, like you, like, sparked mm-hmm. all this, and then your campus sends out that email saying, oh, you have to come forward or else we can't do anything, I would not fucking come forward, <laughs> are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I I would like to close this conversation with if you are a parent, a dad, a brother, um, you know, whatever. I really encourage you to have these conversations with your friends, your family, your sons, your brothers, whatever. Um, I think that that's sort of where this conversation needs to be and where this conversation needs to start. It shouldn't be a conversation that mothers need to have with their sons or sisters need to have with their brothers or XYZ. I, agree. I think it's a man-to-man conversation of you sort of holding your friends, peers, sons, whatever, accountable yes. and being this is consent, this is not consent. Um, don't fuck this up for us. Yes,
2: I agree. I fully agree with that.
0: So um, if you – and honestly, like, I I know that this isn't – I encourage people to do their own research, find their own podcasts, find their own speakers to listen to, educate yourselves. But if this is something that you want to play for someone or whatever, please feel free to do so. But have those conversations, and there will be no change until men start holding each other accountable, and I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, But Mm -hmm. to – Sort of move on from that. I am opening another drink, Sarah. How about this one? I this is my favorite can. There's a fucking cactus and a dinosaur on a goddamn skateboard oh, and Hawaiian shirt. Punch and shit. He, I have yep. like
2: one sip left in the uh, very right, last so, one, so I'll finish it.
0: Cool. So I'm gonna open this, um, and then do we want to do the Instagram questions first or the Twitter questions first? What do you think?
2: Um, do you want to do Instagram first?
0: Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna give you guys a little sippy sip review of this one. This is the best one. Best one. Is it? Oh my God. Try it right now. Oh my God. It's so. Like, Sarah, I love this one. I like this one. Yep. This one's so good. And there's (laughs) a goddamn dinosaur on a skateboard. (laughs) I'm so happy right now. Ah! I. No, that's definitely the best one. Holy shit. This one's so good. And (laughs) you know what? Shout out to Dilly because he said that these are his favorite seltzers. And he didn't want me to say that because he was like, what if you guys hate them? He said that this is his favorite. Oh, did um, he say that? Yeah, he. Yeah, we were we were texting today about it. He was like, "I saw that you guys are trying these. They're my favorite. So let me know what you think." Um, another so, shout
2: out to Dylan.
0: <laughs> yeah, our biggest, our biggest fan, Dilly. So Instagram questions. Um, first okay. one is: Will you still root for the Jags when they're in London? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> next question: <laughs> How important do you think culture of a team is? Um, how important do we think culture of a team is? I think the team culture... Do you, I'll, I'll go first, and then you want to give me your answer, because then I can just read the question yeah. after. Um, yeah. I think team culture is absolutely <coughs> crucial. I think in the last... Year and a half, we've learned as like a Jaguars fan base how important that is. So the reason that we, in my opinion, and I think that this is sort of public knowledge or it has been spoken about, that we got rid of Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone was because we were having culture problems. And that's why our defense kind of dispersed. And I think that that was why it was so important for us to make a culture change and why I wanted Robert Sala to be our head coach and Louis Riddick to be our GM was because we had the opportunity to employ the first Islamic head coach in NFL history and the first black GM in NFL history. And I think when Mm -hmm. you have a culture problem and you need culture change in your locker room, That's that's a smart thing to do, whether you can get both or one or whatever, especially because Robert Sala had coached. He'd he'd been our DC. He'd coached for us before. We had those opportunities to do things like that. And you take someone like Urban Meyer, who obviously is not the culture change that you're looking for, especially when he brought in Chris Doyle. That's the opposite of culture change. Um, And I think that's some of the problems that we're having right now. I think that's an example of how important culture is in your locker room. And I think that you all have – in order we, – we talked about this last week at the Red Sox. In order to play like a team, you all have to be on the same page about a lot of things, and culture is one of those things. That's such a huge thing. That's a team bonding thing. That's a, hey, you got my back, I got your back sort of thing. So I think culture is probably the most important thing that you can have – as an organization as a franchise etc is to all be on the same page with the same mission and holding each other accountable and all of those sorts of things on and off the field um so so that's how I feel I think it's I think it's extremely important and I know you probably agree but I would love to hear your reasoning and how important you think it is
2: yeah you know so I was just kind of thinking of like maybe it's just recency bias but like with the chaos like they came in again, as they like said many times throughout the postseason or playoffs, like we're 3.2%. Like, only 3.2% fans picked us. Like, no one believes in us. We're the number six seed. We're up against the Whip Snakes, whatever. Like, they just had the underdog thing up against them the entire playoff run. You know, they're coming off last year losing the championship to the Whip Snakes. But I feel like the big, it was almost kind of like a uniting factor for them. And I think that's a big example of how important locker room culture is. Because it's like, okay, there's all this criticism against us, all these doubters. Let's all just rally around each other, kind of tune out that noise, use that as motivation. And then on top of the fact you have Andy Towers as your coach, who obviously daddy. all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean yelling. Yeah, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> disclaimer, but so, all those guys obviously love and respect him, you know, everyone wants to rally against, around him like, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of a perfect example of a locker room culture, like, alright, we're this ragtag underdog you know, we have guys from a lot of Canadians, you know we're all over the place, it's not like the Atlas where you have all these young guys, or the Whip Snakes where it's like, half the team's from Maryland, like I don't know, I just thought it was a very good example and for that reason a very good win not just cuz oh it's a revenge game but ever like someone besides the whip snakes won i think it's a good testament to their locker room culture and why that is so important
0: totally um so our next question is what is one of your hottest takes that you'll take to the grave sports food or anything do you do you have anything do you have any hot takes
2: oh i know my hot take that Okay. everyone hates it's a food one okay. i hate ribs i hate ribs okay
0: okay i do too so i don't i agree with that I'll, mine is, where were you when i tweeted that in
2: july had over know. 200 replies
0: i don't know um mine is that out of all the pasta sauces marinara is the worst i think it's pesto yes. alfredo marinara <laughs> i so that agree is, with that hierarchy all right, cool. Yeah, so that's that's my hot take. Um weirdest lax Twitter encounter so far. I I think the Jack Rowlett thing is not the weirdest. It's up there, but definitely people tweeting me about their polls. Which <laughs> to be fair, I probably invited upon myself when I asked <laughs> Matt Rambo how big his stick was, which I stand by that. I don't I I'm, I stand by that fucking question, and if we get anyone else on this goddamn podcast, I will ask them as size matters, but I think that that's my weirdest encounter. I've had a lot of people tweet me about, like, polls. Sarah, what about you?
2: God, I don't know. Maybe just because I've had so many weird encounters going from baseball, Twitter, to lacrosse, where I'm like, you guys aren't that, you don't scare me yet so well i wouldn't say they don't scare me but like we had that one kid that was like coming at us a few weeks ago but i wouldn't call that weird i think he's just kind of douchey so you okay. know what that one's to be determined i'm saving weirdest for when there's a really one that makes me go what the fuck is this
0: so. okay so that's tbd from sarah um sarah what is your favorite halloween candy
2: favorite halloween candy it's not just like favorite candy in general
0: I guess but there are like There are certain candies that only Come out for Halloween
2: Okay well it's just I hate candy corn I don't like candy corn
0: Okay Um I don't know I'm not a big candy person Mine's Definitely okay I need to know how you say This I say Reese's So I think it's I, Reese's is my favorite But is it Reese's or Reese's I say Reese's Okay me too We'll put up a poll. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Sarah hates candy. I I say Reese's. <laughs> or before I, don't I need was candy, definitely I just uh, I don't feel passionately about any. Okay. Before I was definitely allergic to food coloring. It was definitely Nerds rope, but now I can't have that anymore or I'll die. So if I'm ever dying, can you just let me enjoy one last Nerds rope and just put me under? Deal. Okay, cool. Deal. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Um who – this one's from our boy, Anthony the Red Sox fan. Who are our Woo. favorite athletes? Sarah, who is your favorite athlete? Who's your GOAT? Oh, God. That's that's a hard question. See, mine's so easy. I say Maurice Jones Drew. MJD forever. I have two of are his jerseys really, like, back here.
2: I'm trying to think of, like – because I have so many different ones. You know what? You know, I'm going to go with? Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron is my okay. all-time favorite athlete.
0: Bergie. Okay, why?
2: He's just perfect. He's perfect in every way. He's a saint. Okay. He's a great person, great player. Fi- Age is like a fine wine.
0: Just overall perfection uh. of a man. <laughs> <Bergie>. <laughs> um, Another question from Anthony, the Red Sox fan. Who are the top five most bussin' people? I think I can answer for both of us when I say Anthony the Red Sox fan, Anthony the Red Sox fan, Anthony the Red Sox yep. fan, Anthony the Red Sox fan, and Anthony the Red Sox fan. Not that he has ever listened to a goddamn second of this podcast. Because <laughs> we know for know. a fact. We know for a fucking fact, based off of the shit he tweets us, that he's never ever listened to this podcast a day in his fucking life. But you're our top five most bussin. <laughs> no he'll never know when he said this
2: even though i know it would make his day but yeah he confirmed that the other day when i tweeted some like soft as <laughs> shit from her account and then i jokingly said like oh typical kendra is so soft and he
0: really thought that it was your tweet he's like love this tweet kendra. Oh, my, oh my god i'm the asshole okay um who is the best tv character of all time and why is it Dreddy, betty draper I don't know what that means. But. Oh,
2: I was supposed to say Betty Draper. So I feel like whoever <laughs> wrote this. Who is that? She knows I love Betty Draper. She's from Mad Men. Oh. It's a great show. Uh, I love
0: Betty Draper. TV character. So I don't really watch TV shows. I only watch Survivor <laughs> and Jeopardy. And I feel like nobody on that is a character. So am <laughs> I allowed to say SpongeBob SquarePants? Yes, that's a perfectly acceptable answer, in my opinion. Or Rick from Rick and Morty. Okay. Okay. Yeah, those are both acceptable answers. Okay, cool. What's the number one seltzer flavor that doesn't exist yet that you would want to try? I would say I would say like a honey lavender situation.
2: Ooh, lavender. Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. like lavender, even like lemonade, lavender lemonade type things. Yes, I think it's lavender. Yes. Yes
0: yes okay um i'm gonna pause this and try and show you jackson really quick without unplugging anything and then we can go to the twitter questions because he's my favorite from instagram so i'm gonna slowly scoot this over (coughs) (laughs) he's just passed the fuck out on my floor oh my god Um, (laughs) all right so um on to the twitter questions i feel like we got so many more twitter questions which makes sense because we have like 500 something instagram followers and 2000 something on twitter so let's get into the twitter questions okay all right
2: so the first one i think you already quote retweeted it which one of you is the better athlete we that's to be determined
0: (laughs) I think we know the answer, but I would love to have a combine. Someone, like, said something about you being able to beat me in a race on skates, and I died laughing. (laughs) I'm like,
2: yeah. (laughs) If we're doing skating races, but...
0: (laughs) I was dying laughing We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we'll, we'll have a combine.
2: Yes. All right. Would you rather be stuck on an island with each other and no sports to watch or be stuck on separate islands with all the sports to watch. Both versions of islands will be stocked exclusively with the beverages of your choice.
0: I think I'd rather be stuck with you and Hammered.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I'm like, if I'm on an island, maybe it's just me being stupid and not understanding stranded. I'm like, that sounds like vacation. I want to spend it with my (laughs) friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel and we have like we alcohol? could come up with our own sports. Yeah, let's get yeah, hammered like together. I don't really give a
2: fuck if I'm straight on an island. Like, what the mm-hmm. score of the Red Sox game
0: Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, I have no phone. I'm not going to be able to tweet or, like, talk to anybody. We can't yeah. talk to each other. So I'd much rather... Is this like a tender moment? Are we like? like, Wait, that's kind of cute.
2: I thought because I knew I was gonna pick. Like, yeah, I'd spend it with you.
0: (laughs) Oh, this is so so cute. Fuck, Sarah. Are Are we in love? I think you're the closest thing to a boyfriend that I have in my life right now. Good, good. (laughs) Yeah, no. Actually, now that I think about it, you are definitely the closest thing I have to a boyfriend right now. You're about to be my number one Snapchat friend. I'm rooting for Halifax. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck you, this is casual. Yeah. I'm gonna pee my pants. I can't do this. I'm actually gonna pee myself. I can't. Alright, next question. Next question. Next question. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating.
2: Okay. Oh. Are we flirting? Well, on the subject of men. Um, what's the worst place you could run into chaz? My
0: house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Straight so up, my house. Very good. That's a great question. <laughs> that is a great, like question. loyal listener. <laughs> Shout out, Gary. Where's Miller. the worst place? Where's the worst place you could run into Chaz outside of my house? Hmm. I don't know. I don't really think it's a good place. To run into no, Chaz. there is not. There's never, never. Just Chaz should anywhere. be banned from every building ever. Put him on even house outside. Can <laughs> he be banned from existing? Is that you possible? Can we, no we do longer... that? Nine one one. I have an emergency. A Chaz. That's um, it. Um. Anyways, next question.
2: Okay, I like this question. We all know seltzers number one, but what are your go-to mixed drinks?
0: Ooh. Ah. Uh, hot and dirty with blue cheese olives.
2: I don't even know what that is.
0: <laughs> it's so it's vodka with olive juice and peppercini juice with okay. blue cheese olives. Puts hair okay. on your chest. Oh.
2: All right. Mm. I
0: feel like I would actually. Yours like is that. a spicy marg. Yours is spicy marg. a spicy marg. I know margarita. that. Spicy margarita.
2: That's my I order everywhere. That's my only go to. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everyone that knows that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure someone else has probably asked this, but I would like to know about your sports backgrounds. Like, what sports or any other physical activities y'all have participated in growing up to now? Okay.
0: Sarah, you want to go first?
2: Okay. So, like, what? Just like what sports we played growing up? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've. Because I feel like everyone did a bunch of different shit in like elementary and middle school, so I'm just gonna do the ones I did in high school. Just because I feel like those were most relevant. I did dance. I did dance. I did dance. Yeah, actually, for like 15 years. Um, I did gymnastics in high school, and I actually also played lacrosse in high school.
0: There you go. So, everything comes full circle. Full circle. Okay, so <laughs> me, I. Have been in mixed martial arts for almost pretty close to my entire life. There was a few years that I took a little bit of a hiatus. Um, and through COVID, obviously, I am not doing hand-to-hand combat for obvious reasons. But for those who yeah. really don't know, I'm a black belt. There you go. I grew up... I started Taekwondo <laughs> when I was four. It? Yeah, I started Taekwondo when I was four. Um, got a black belt. Eventually went to Judo. And then once this is over, I'm going to go to Jiu-Jitsu. Um, mm-hmm. So... Don't fuck with me. Um, and I also grew up in doing soccer. I started soccer after I got my black belt, my first black belt. And then um, I was doing Olympic development soccer. I was on ODP for Florida and that sort of thing. So, um, uh, yeah, mostly mostly martial arts with a little bit of soccer mixed in. Martial arts is one of those things okay. that I sort of carried throughout my life. I've, I've carried martial, art martial arts throughout my life. I, can, I plan to continue to do so. I don't really think of it as a sport, more of like a practice, like a lifelong practice situation. Yeah. Um, I obviously no longer compete or fight. My last fight was canceled due to COVID just because my career is obviously in broadcasting and I don't want to pay to insure my face um, <laughs> because I've already had jaw reconstruction. So there you go. That's, <laughs> those are, that's what I did. All right. Okay, next question: Would you rather have
2: your favorite sports teams have a dominant two thirds of the year stretch with championships, records, etc., or two to su- three? Oh, oh, I was like, what? What does that mean? Or sustained mm-hmm. success over a long period of time? Sustained success.
0: I, <laughs> I would say. Ah. Uh, we? I would say I think that we should define sustained success. Like, are they going to win a championship in that time? because if they're just good for, you know, a decade and they'd never win anything, I would say I would want to win something two or three times. Then they said, "Miss, of
2: like the Warriors versus the Spurs."
0: Okay, I would say I'd want to be the Warriors for sure cuz you know, you win a couple titles and then you're still good for a while while you have that team. I think mm-hmm. I think I would I would go the Warriors route. Okay. All right. What about you? You said you said you'd want to be good for a long time. I would time. just want
2: sustained success. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next question. Top 5 hot pocket flavors.
0: I uh, didn't even know that there was more than 5 hot pockets.
2: I always say I know cheese and pepperoni. <laughs> and I can't tell you the last time I had a hot pocket.
0: <laughs> Same. Yeah, especially because I think the last time I had a Hot Pocket, it burnt all the skin off the roof of my mouth. I
2: will say they're hot. Like, they, they're not kidding. They're fucking hot. Okay. Okay, yeah. I don't think either of us are educated enough on Hot Pockets to answer that question. I don't have any,
0: I don't have any hot Hot Pocket takes.
2: Nope. <laughs> when attempting to cure hiccups and drawing the invisible cow, is it imperative to milk said invisible cow or is that just for added flair? You have to milk it. You have to milk it. Gotta that's milk very important. The,
0: you gotta you gotta get the titties.
2: You gotta get in there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Titty work. Get right
2: in there. It's like
0: that gift, the one that's like this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> titties. Okay. <laughs>
2: Who would win in a fight of two hundred toddlers versus a full grown horse? A horse. Horse. Fuck them yeah. kids.
0: <laughs> Fuck them kids, bro. Fuck yes! them kids. They're going down. <laughs> <laughs> I hate kids. I was going to say, I like
2: kids, but they can't take down a fucking horse.
0: <laughs> Fuck them kids, bro.
2: <laughs> okay. What is the something, and then in parentheses, an athlete, a food, a song, etc., that is perfectly rated? Everyone is an overrated or underrated, but what is something that deserves its exact level of acclaim? Someone responded and said Bruno Bananas. Mark. Bruno, Bruno Mars. Oh, That's a good answer. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Fuck. That's a that's a really good answer. Oh. <laughs> God,
0: I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> Damn. How did you come up I didn't with that see so this quickly? Question. I didn't. I was just about to I'm say. Like, I Were swear you waiting God. for this question? No. No, I didn't even see this ahead of time. You started reading it, and that was just the first thing that came to my mind, was just Bruno Mars. Okay.
2: (laughs) Hmm. You know what I'm going to go with? New Girl. Because I feel like it's a show that really goes underrated in terms of, like, stuff like The Office and stuff, but you never hear Mm -hmm. of someone saying, oh, I hated New Girl. Like, everyone likes it, I mean, I love it, Mm -hmm. but it's never, like, overrated to the point where someone's like, it's the funniest show ever. So I'm gonna say New Girl. That's a good answer.
0: Strong answer. Strong answer.
2: Two strong answers from us. Okay. My friend Jack said, what does bussin mean, and why does that one guy reply it to everything?
0: (laughs) Because, since we know he doesn't listen to our podcast, (laughs) bussin, is it bussin, Janelle? Bussin just means is it lit as fuck? Like is it lit as fuck? It's bussin. Um, And I don't know. I don't. I, Anthony, maybe if you, Anthony, if you ever fucking listen to thirty seconds of our episode or this episode, can you define bussin for us and why? What does bussin mean to you? Yes. Yes. In a sentence. What does bussin mean to you? Yep. Okay. Next question. Okay, this next one was directed
2: at me. I feel like this was a direct direct personal attack. Hey, Sarah, how much should Tottenham seek for Kane in the January transfer window? Hashtag do not talk. I could not tell you what a word that means. I texted Kendra. I was like, I thought we were talking about Patrick Kane. So No, it's Harry
0: Kane, and he's a fantastic soccer player. Um, Okay. (laughs) So... Yeah, I I don't know I don't I don't know exact numbers. I think that whatever he's worth, he's absolutely worth it because he's a phenomenal player. Um, so I I don't I don't know exact numbers of what he should be worth, but I think that he should definitely get a huge payday. Yeah. Okay. All right. So,
2: can the Brewers win ninety five games this season? And of the seltzer fall pack, what's your favorite flavor, Sarah and Kendra? <sighs> what? <laughs> Um, yes, the Brewers can win ninety-five games this season. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, as for your other question, I guess apple crisp. They're all pretty say, bad. I, I, I
0: hated who. Oh, uh, I hated all of them. Whoever said that it was like licking a candle was so right. Yeah, they, I they weren't good. would. S- I think gun to my head, I'd take Apple Crisp, but, like, you, I think you'd have to absolutely pay me to drink those shits again.
2: Yeah, no, those were gross. No one drinks. them.
0: I always, yeah, I always say, like, free alcohol is good alcohol. You could give me a supply of that for the rest of my life, and I would go sober. Yep. Yep,
2: yeah, nope. They're terrible. Don't buy them. Bud Light usually is so on the money with those, but, no.
0: Love you, Bud Light. <laughs>
2: Okay, if a movie was to be made about you, who would you pick to play each of you?
0: Mm, so we should we do each other?
2: Oh, we should. I feel like that I, makes it better.
0: I think, I think if someone were to play you, it would have to be Dove Cameron. You think so? Yeah, I think Dove Cameron would crush your character. Okay, I love. She Dove gives Cameron. me like the girl. She she gives me like the girl next door, very cute, like little, like you know. Girly girl bestie (laughs) vibes.
2: Okay, good. I love Dove Cameron, so I love that. I for you (laughs) would go Kate Hudson. Okay. Why? I'm like, I feel like Kate Hudson in all her roles, like she's so much like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I like don't fuck Mm. with me and she's a bad bitch. So (laughs) Kate
0: Hudson (laughs) Are you calling me a bad bitch? This is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. What the fuck? (laughs) I am Oh, God. This I is like just such a romantic episode. <laughs> I think we just have we fallen in love on episode nine?
2: <laughs> I don't think that's what this whole all- <laughs>
0: was Halifax forever! <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? What was your
2: first <laughs> job that paid money?
0: <laughs> um, uh, I worked at this really shitty coffee shop for this woman who would charge foreigners double because they didn't understand our currency and she was a foreigner.
2: Okay, awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: awesome. <laughs> My first job, I worked at Cold Stone Creamery scooping ice cream and I never, I cheated about this the other day, I'm like... I never charge people more than for a small plain ice cream because if you get like a large there and it's one of those specialty ones, it can be like ten dollars. And I'm like, um, no, nah, I'm also I'm not looking someone in the face and be like, here is your kid's cotton candy ice cream with gummy worms in it. That'll be ten dollars.
0: <laughs> Sarah is the Robin Hood of ice cream scooping.
2: I'm like, please no one calls. <laughs> no one (laughs) called cold stone on me yeah i gave away most things like i gave away so much (laughs) i'm
0: sorry yeah fuck you cold stone and your dumbass jingle
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) what are your favorite five restaurants i don't know if i
0: have five favorite restaurants um waffle house okay that's it (laughs) waffle house (laughs) like that's it I uh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I like Waffle House. I are we talking chain restaurants? Should we do chain restaurants? I,
2: yeah. I feel like chain restaurants are probably easier.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go Waffle House, Olive Garden. Um. Oof. Oh, I don't I, know. I love Friendlies. Mm. <laughs> I've never been there.
2: I would say most of them I've are being shut down at this point, but I love friendlies.
0: <laughs> I do like the 99. Yeah, I like the 99. That's a good one. Okay, so we'll go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love Zaxby's.
2: Never been there.
0: Oh, I also and never been to out. Waffle House. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. We need to change that like ASAP, Rocky. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna say those are. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Chipotle, Chipotle's up in
2: my chain restaurant.
0: Oh. <laughs> Instant love. nut.
2: I love Chipotle. Oh,
0: Chipotle, love Chipotle. Okay, those those are. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's a good roundup.
2: Yeah, I was saying, and that was basically those are my favorite of the Twitter questions. We had so many, and some of them I feel like we could go on and on with. So okay, <laughs>
0: all right, perfect. All right, so I think we're just doing our tweets of the week, and that's it. Yes. So do you have any tweets <coughs> of the week? I really don't. I think I only have like three or four. I don't have that many.
2: I would say I don't really have any. It was
0: not. great. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sarah had a tough week on Twitter, which all of you coming for her, I will fucking kill you. Um, anyways. <laughs> so I tweeted, okay, but why does Taylor Heineke not look bad? And someone tweeted me back and said, because you touch yourself and make God cry. What? I don't know what that means. What? I really don't know what that means. So, am I, 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 don't, I, I have comments, but I am, and I am as X-rated as they come on this podcast, but I think that they are even too X-rated for this podcast. Yeah, I like, uh, so was uh. like... <laughs> so I'm just going to move on. Um, okay. We have a special guest appearance for favorite tweets of the week. My roommate was on a dating app this week, and... Um, <laughs> Someone, this girl had like a prompt about like climate change and he goes okay well like how do you prepare for climate change and her response was I haven't done a lot of preparing but I have building my outdoor skills I have some decent backpacking gear I want to learn how to forage and hunt also and I'd <laughs> like to learn more about natural medicine but that's been kind of difficult a lot of plants that are regarded as medicine don't have the data to back it up even aloe as a burn treatment has inconclusive results as studies. This was on a dating app she said this? And she continued to rant for like half an hour after this. This was just the first message. See, like, you go, That's girl. That's like,
2: good. I'm so happy you're so prepared, but, I mean, I haven't been on a dating app in a few months, but what?
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, weird, crazy, psycho. Um, my next favorite tweet, obviously, everything we do and say is bussin', but someone <laughs> responded this week and said, Great tweet, gr- great tweet, great tweet at Anthony the Red Sox fan with like all the like prayer up emojis. I loved that. Um, <laughs> and then I tweeted about horny jail this week, and Anthony the Red Sox fan says, Horny jail is bussin'. <laughs> is horny jail bussin'?
1: It's <laughs> my <laughs> that that
0: Joe Burrow tweet. <laughs> yes! Horny Jail is bussin'. That <laughs> was, honestly, so that was my bussin'. favorite, favorite, favorite tweet this week. Because Horny Jail is definitely not bussin', so bonk. <laughs> Big old bonk, um, not bussin'. I posted, yeah, I posted a selfie this week, and someone goes, Not to be a dink, but you're way prettier without all the Barbie makeup. I don't know how to feel about that, but those are all my tweets this week. I hate when
2: they're like, "Oh, you you look so much better without makeup." Like that's not a compliment. You know how much time was put into this?
0: Yeah, like fuck off, dude. I I don't wear this for you. I wear yeah. this for me. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, those are those are my tweets this week, Sarah. That's a good good roundup. Is that it. <laughs> Horny jail is bussin. Um, do we do we have any closing remarks? No, I don't think I have any closing remarks this week. There's no chaotic ending this week, so. <laughs> it's true. Okay, my only closing remark is this is my first time ever in my life gambling, so please make me feel better and play against us with Thrive. Even if you use our code or not, I would love to have some sort of insights or something this week, so please play against us and Thrive Fantasy. Um, love you guys Thanks so much for listening To this episode And we'll see you next week Keep on sipping y'all
1: game like science Girl you all plus no minus Wake up in the morning Check the time And then the vibes vibe Spoon peanut the curves With jelly above the thigh Tell them no free sample If they ever wanna try Gotta the whole damn pie If you ever wanna slice That's the truth Only tell the truth, what the hell you do? You got that juice, fresh squeeze too cute. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you, it's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute, cause they love that view. Keep looking at you, ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. With Sundays up for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. With Sundays up for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. It's Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays in Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.